Kelson, you're listening to Chris and John on the Bad Beard Fun Podcast. That's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Hey, fucks. Welcome to another exciting edition of Fucks, Fucks. And you are fucks. The fucks. The fucks, fuckies, fucks. You're, you're exciting fucks. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, fucks, and with me is fucks. Jeff Fucksworthy. The fucks and the hound. Hound. I got nothing else. Uh, Swig of water for the working man. Fucks and oh wow, that's something I haven't heard in a while. Yeah. Fucking, uh, you, you know what I listened to? Speaking of not heard in a while, you know what I listened to recently? Um, Through the Fire and the Flames. No, but that's a cool song. Um, the CM Punk Colt Cabana podcast. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh boy, that is that does not hold up well. Oh no. <laughs> Everyone he was mad at at that podcast is now his friend, and everyone who is his friend in that podcast, except maybe, uh, uh, Ace Steel? Uh, uh, well, I think he was his friend there, but the, one of the Deuce of Domino guys, I forget what you want. Uh, Domino. It was Domino. Oh, um, yeah. oh, Cliff Compton. Cliff Compton? Yeah, Damn it. That's still his friend. But, uh, he was like, I'll go to fucking PWG and wrestle the young, and work the young bucks. I don't fucking care. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God, this is hilarious. Like, He's talking about how much he hates Triple H and like how much he hates uh, like working in WWE and how he had to put everybody over and nobody ever put him over and I'm just like sitting there listening. I'm just like, and now you are the guy who's going to be putting people over when you should be getting put over. Like you are going to come back and immediately put Seth Rollins over. He'll beat Seth Rollins, I think. If they wrestle at Mania, I guess, but I feel like he's going to put Seth Rollins over. Like, like he came back and was just like, I've changed. I'm home. And I'm listening to this podcast and I'm just, he's just like, I'm fucking hurt. I'm fucking sick. And these fuckers misdiagnosed my MRSA. And these fuckers are making me go work when I'm telling them it's the European dates and I'm, and I'm supposed to be in this movie. And they don't even fucking call me to tell me. <laughs> did, did he win that lawsuit? Uh, they settled. Okay. He couldn't talk about the verdict. He was like, but I got everything I wanted. And then some. <laughs> so, I mean... So he won. He pretty much he won. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it sounds like he had a point. But but I think he lost the uh, the Doctor Aman lawsuit with the doctor stuff. No, that was the one I was talking about. Oh no, because he had the lot. The, the so basically he had they were withholding his checks, and so he he they settled and he basically won that. But then they sued him for defamation, and I think he he and Kobe Cabana lost that. Let's see. It's just probably fucking a little murky to actually Google. Because like what. that's how Colt Cabana and CM Punk's uh, friendship well, broke apart. Sorta, because he was supposed to. You know, he was supposed to foot his bills for the lawyer. I listened. Yeah, and, and then he stopped wanting to do it. Yeah, and they're like, okay, like who's the bad guy here? Well, I mean, like he only uh, Colt Cabana only got sued because CM Punk ran his mouth. Yeah, I we're smart enough to realize that Colt Cabana got a nice little. Uh, Nice little uh, pat, was, pat, pat, pat in the pocket book there too. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't think it was as much as what he lost. CM Punk won that lawsuit. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. Former professional wrestler Philip Brooks. That was five years ago. Five and one half years ago. He's not a professional wrestler anymore. He's a sports entertainer. <laughs> that is true. Are he's, we? And he's home. Are we not sports entertained? He's home. <laughs> and it's it's funny, too, because, like, I, I watched the Wrestling With Regret video, and he's just like, I had to leave because, like, I had to get away from the place that made me sick in the first place. And I'm just like, and now you're back. Like, it just makes no sense that he's back. In, like, am I the only one who thinks, like, him being back in WWE? Like, at first, it was like, it was like, okay, he's back, yeah. And then after it, like, immediately, you're just kind of like, wait a minute, this doesn't feel right at all. No, I mean, it doesn't, but I mean, I'm not going to look, I'm not going to take his wrestling promos for like, like court documents. No, but I'm just saying like after listening to that podcast and it like, that's I mean, like the podcast was also eight years ago, nine years ago, yeah. seven years ago. Yeah. At least seven years ago. It was a year after he left. So, okay. That was six years ago then. It feels like not that long ago. Uh, I think it was like closer to 10. 
Nine or ten. I make movies, pal. Yeah. Um, my mouth's so fucking dry. It doesn't matter. But so I mean, the shit in that could change. That's fine. He didn't go to PWG. He was very much so interested in making money. He still is. Oh yeah, that's all he's there for. Yeah. Which good for him. They they gave the and correct that kind of makes sense of why he left AEW because like they're not all about the money there like they're getting paid but like they're about like having fun and like making wrestling like goofy and and, and fun to do and I think I think CM Punk's happy to do that once and then he's just like okay now let's get serious and everyone else is probably just like hmm. I mean trying to make money in the business in, in the wrestling business is pretty important too though it is I agree think that uh maybe he thought that some people in charge were stealing money i don't think they were stealing money i think maybe like they were he probably thought that like he was better than everybody else and he's probably right about that but well i mean like to an extent i don't think he's better than danielson no no i think he's a he was a bigger draw than danielson oh no no that's what i'm I'm just saying like i'm i'm saying oh no i mean he's he's probably the the, he's probably the best in-ring worker that i can remember but like I don't in think my lifetime, CM Punk. No, oh Danielson. Danielson. Yeah. But then like they got like Claudio there and Claudio, like, like the, they get a lot of like real good wrestlers there. So like I don't think CM Punk ever thought he was like like if I think he thought he was like the best wrestler and the biggest draw by like a mile. So he's definitely the biggest draw. By oh, a lot. Yeah, like, totally. Brian Danielson is so good that he can he'll take a match you think is a nothing match and then like 10 minutes like jesus christ this is so fucking good yep like sometimes his best ones sneak up on you that lesnar one is always the one i go back what a great match what a like a a nothing match that looked like it was just gonna be cena getting smushed too because he was doing kind of like his new like heel entrance during that too yeah he was a heel at that point and he just freshly turned yeah he turned a bigger heel going against a heel like doing like getting crushed like a baby face kinda. But then like his comeback in that match was like yeah. the it, it was it like you didn't expect it, but it was so believable at the same time. Like yeah. Like like how could this guy who's being tossed around for the past ten minutes do this? And then you remember it's like, okay, it's him and he's doing all the things that he would normally do to come back. Yeah. It was it was it was And a- then afterwards the best was that his explanation is just like, I didn't care if I won. I needed Brock Lesnar to beat the weakness out of me. <laughs> <laughs> god it was so good that wyatt match too at the rumble too that was another one that will seem like it was just going to be like a i don't even remember the, not remember a throwaway match. match but like it was like a like, i remember the cage match so it wasn't the cage match i don't that remember that i don't remember that being good the one where he took the uh the the, the painters the suit off yeah. the suit off no this was the match at the rumble I, uh, yeah i remember that happening it was very good because uh he wasn't in the rumble afterwards, but yeah, I remember the that's why. So. so I just assumed it was going to be like the appetizer for him being in the rumble later and winning. And they, they got, they never let you win both matches in that situation. So I just assumed that, okay, it's going to be a nothing match. Right. Brett and, had to lose to Owen to win against Yoka. Exactly. Yeah. That was a well booked mania. I watched uh mania six and seven, uh, over the weekend. Hey, I, for some reason in my brain, six is long as fuck. It is very short. I think they cut stuff out. Oh, they did? I think they did, yeah. It was also weird because I watched that and I'm like, wow, Paul Ellering fucking rules. And then Paul Ellering was on SmackDown. This week? Yeah. No, I didn't AOP it. returned. Oh, okay. Which also, AOP. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> but um, Piper Heart is so fucking good. Savage Flair is so fucking good. I needed to see some Ric Flair do something that didn't make me want to die. Piper, that's WrestleMania eight. I watched seven and eight. Not okay. Yeah, not not, not six and seven. Okay, okay. Seven, I watched seven. Feels a, a little short. It, it, I watched it backwards. Okay, eight's the short one. Eight really? Eight's like two forty. I th- I think there's a match they might have cut out of that too. I forget. Was the uh, the four on four? In it there? was okay yeah but that's the, a shorter one Vir- virgil and slaughter virgil slaughter uh yeah and hacksaw and uh hacksaw and um fuck me tito no he tito no, was in the opener tito yeah, tito was against Shawn michaels yeah um 
Oh, I know who it was. It was a uh, fucking the Red Rooster. No, uh, Nikolai Volkov. Was it Nikolai Volkov? He was a baby face singing oh. the, the national anthem at that point. <laughs> and they went against the Nasty Boys, the Mountie, and Repo oh, Man. The Repo Man, yes. Yeah. Wow, Jesus Christ, WrestleMania. That was also had Ray Combs doing the intro. But uh, yeah, Flair Savage is so good. In that, it's in that so good. Interview. Um, went, it was the first match I can really remember, like winning the WWF title with a, a roll up. I always I know that he loses that match but for some reason in my head he wasn't a two-time champion yeah <laughs> during that first run so it was like i sometimes when i watch that match i don't remember who wins but i like and then i think about it i guess but this that's also you take it and go <laughs> it's one of those matches too that some matches were like with an insane amount of outside interference makes it better like, I, like I, I feel like Roman Reigns watched that match at the beginning of COVID and was like, I got a good fucking idea. But it wasn't like outside interference, like people coming down the ramp. To no, it was just, it was, it was just, just Mr. Mr. Perfect. Perfect. And he was there like, the whole time. The whole fucking time. Yeah. Um, I think the, the, the difference between interference now and interference back then interference. Now it's always down the ramp is like, and if you were at ringside and you interfere, you were kicked out of ringside. Yeah, only if it only if it uh, suits the agenda, right? So, I almost miss the days of like heel managers, like because that's how they operate in a video game. Like they they cause momentary distractions, like and they don't get kicked out of there. Well, I guess they they do if you do it too much, but it's just I get so many. I see so much of managers getting kicked out of ringside that like I never want to see it again. It's like hearing Guns and Roses on the radio. I'm all set. Yeah. What else is good? Because so, I, the reason I said it because I watched eight first and then seven second. Macho Man uh, had the best matches on both shows, arguably against. I mean, Brett Piper is also real good. Brett Piper is is it's probably it's if it's not one and two, it's one and one a. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Savage and Warrior at seven is amazing. Yeah, you're probably right. I kind of like Hogan Slaughter too, honestly. I mean, it's just Hogan selling for the first ten minutes. It's a Hogan Mania match. Up and he's got back. juice. There's like there was more blood than you would think that would be in that match. Uh, that's the one with uh, DiBiase Virgil too. Yep, Piper's in his corner. Yeah, the with the bad hip, the motorcycle accident. Get up! <laughs> get up, Virgil! <laughs> no, no, it's Virgil yelling at him to get up. Oh. Staring at the, at the pay per view. Yeah. Jeez. That's where oh, I'm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's down. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Piper's fucking hilarious. Also, he's in like. He's in like super good shape at Mania 8. Eight yeah. And he still kind of looks doughy. Like he has a six pack, but he still looks soft. He's actually like in super good shape in like WCW too. Yeah, I, he's in way well, in my head. In ninety nine, he he kind of started losing it, but in in like in, in, before that, he wrestled Scott Hall in ninety nine, and then he started teaming with Flair toward like a few months later. In my head, when he was in WCW, he was tag title Piper. Yeah, th- two thousand five. Yeah, yeah, but in reality, he was probably closer to Mania Eight Piper. Yeah. Just I think the, he was even in, in, in even better shape than he was in eight. There's a picture of him with like DDP and Warrior and one other person. I forget who it was. And like Warrior's sitting there in the best shape, and Piper's in the second best shape. Was this still when when got my word, Roddy Piper looks to be in impeccable shape? <laughs> it was when Paige was still a little chunky. Yeah, but like he was never like super fat. He just wasn't defined. He also like he looked like he was thick. Yeah. He, he got like much more cut towards the so so towards I think 97, that's more 98. of the uh, WCW NWO World Tour influence. Like his his character model in that game was was pretty thick. He was a thick boy, but like he wasn't like fatty fat fat. He was no, just, he was just undefined and like slim. Like not not slender, but like slim. He he probably had like Hogan's abdomen, but no muscles. If that makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> who the fuck was on the during during that pay per view that was had the thinnest fucking legs I've ever seen? WrestleMania seven or eight? Seven or eight. 
I also could have been Saturday Night's Main Event, in fairness, because I've been going through those two, but fuck. There was someone like, wow, he didn't, he didn't, that guy doesn't skip arm day, but he certainly skips leg day. Um, trying to think who could it possibly be. Nobody's got to mind. Yeah, I can't think of it right now. Yeah, sorry. Uh, it's okay. Everyone I'm thinking of is too covered up. <laughs> How many WrestleManias did Sid headline or main event? Two? Two. Yeah. Fucking Sid. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sid headlined two WrestleManias. Not in the Hall of Fame. Isn't like, wasn't there a news story where Hunter's in charge of the Hall of Fame now? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. So that means that who's not in the Hall of Fame that, who's not in the Hall of Fame that should be said Sid? Stid? Rick, Rick Martell. Rick Martell was one of them. Um, the Midnight Express was on that list, but that's just because they want Cornet to say something. Demolition. <laughs> it's true. Demolition. I guess they could. I would put the Killer Bees in there too. Why? Because even though they weren't like they're more known for AWA than than WWF, they were still a pretty big part of the tag division in the eighties. Yeah, but not for very long. Yeah, they were. They were around from eighty five through eighty nine. Were they there in eighty nine? Yeah, they were in the the two uh, Survivor Series tag matches. They were eighty seven and eighty eight. They won the first one. Yeah, and they were involved in the second one because they did Twin Magic. Because they were they were in the hood, and with the hood, and then they had some off time kicks that knocked out the opponent. <laughs> and then Vince just decided that uh, Jumpin' Jim and B. Brian were just too handsome to work under the hood. Well, they only put show it on, me that money maker, pal. <laughs> they only put it on at the end, so they could do a heel finish as a babyface tag team. But um, I would put them in; they deserve it. Uh. Fuck it. Make Tito and Rick Martel two time. Have them go into Strike Force too. <laughs> Robbie Dupree comes and plays. Robbie Dupree inducts them. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh is Oliver Humperdink in there? Uh highly unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> you think he deserves he, he deserves the induction? They should, they should put they should put in fucking cornet for so many reasons besides the fact oh, yeah. that he should go in he qualifies for just one. for his wwf career alone he yeah. qualifies like he was manager of yokozuna the champion he was manager of uh gigolo jimmy del rey uh, i was gonna say owen hart and the british bulldog tag champions Owen oh. hart and yokozuna's tag champions like he he was a pretty like well-recognized uh, manager what about mantar like i'm not like holding that against him to come out no no, no, no. i think that that's why he should get in um but like yeah i definitely think jim Cornette is first ballot like he he, he would get everyone would vote for him and and okay we're gonna do a draft real quick okay five five items we'll see if we can get the five i think we can worst wrestler with a good manager okay um are we talking about work rate or just bad gimmick however your brain qualifies it they have to suck they have to suck okay yeah, they have to suck and it can be funny that you say they suck but you know gotcha all right all right you want to go first or me i'll go first ryback oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the first i was like that's the first thing that popped in my head um god damn it now i have to think of i don't because i don't want to do the obvious ones good manager Oh, you could do wrestler. you could do the it's just a talking point no i want i want a good manager shitty wrestler i think that has to be the qualifier i am going to go i bet you're taking mine too it's how i know this is gonna work no i doubt it i'm gonna go bobby heenan hercules hernandez <laughs> really i even like though, the... even though i like power and glory a lot <laughs> That's that's how you got the babyface Herc run because like, he's he sold him to DiBiase. Say he like he thought so little of him that he sold him. Um, I was gonna say uh, Bobby Heenan and the Brooklyn Brawler. Yep, uh, there's another person on that feud that qualified too, but because uh, he also got, he, Terry Taylor was a heel. He was a 
who's a red-haired heel. He was a good to be wrestler, a though. Yeah. That's why I was like a terrible gimmick, but good wrestler. Plus, he became the computerized man of the 90s after that. And that gimmick, I don't know why, but that gimmick just worked for me. I loved the fucking Wait, uh, Marlena I, coming up with like the printed out like analysis of his opponents. Well, <laughs> it seems so futuristic at the time. My favorite part is Richard Morton. Yeah. They turned Ricky Morton effing heel and used Richard Morton. Like, that's some pretty good shit for how bad WCW was at that point. Yeah, yeah. But like, I just remember that, like seeing that as a kid and thinking it was like the best gimmick. I think it's good now. <laughs> it's a little dated. Now. Oh, it's very dated. That's part of why I like it. Um, trying to think of of other like, where are we at? Where two piece. I got one. You, I got two. You got one. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm already struggling. I am. Going we can to just say, name them then. <laughs> I am going to say. I'm going to reverse it. Deborah and the rock. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good wrestler, bad manager. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I feel like there's more of that. Good wrestler, bad manager. Good wrestler, bad manager. Hmm. I got, I actually have a, a, a good one right now. Okay. Go for it. No, you, you yes, okay. I, I'll take it next. Okay. Um, hmm. Let's see. Who's a good, let's see, Heenan's got, he could do Heen, probably Heenan ones and finish it off. We're not going to do that. God, who was the shittiest person Fred Blassie managed? <laughs> hmm. Can't think of anyone off the top of my head. Uh, Slick managed Akeem, which is pretty bad, but it's pretty funny too. It does not hold up. I'll, I'll allow that. It is. Your, I've watched it recently. It is pretty offensive, actually. From the deepest, darkest Africa. Yeah. Yeah. The the uh, the the ring gear really was like because he had slick there. They could try to get away with that. Yeah. Pretty unacceptable. Yeah. If slick was not a black man, then that would have never happened. No, it would have been ruthless. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Keem. All right, so I'm going Oliver Humperdinck, Bam Bam Bigelow. So bad manager, good wrestler? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, okay, good manager, bad wrestler. Uh, Paul Ellering in the uh, in Skull and 8-Ball. Yep, I wasn't even thinking of tag teams. I, sh- I should have been doing that from the start. Oh, man. And I got one then. Don Callis, Truth Commission. <laughs> yeah, pretty bad. No, um, I've wor- I work with Kurgan's brother every once in a while, or I haven't actually seen him in a couple of years, but you had mentioned that every once in a while week. I see Kurgan's brother. Yeah. Um, I mean, do we do you say the heavenly bodies, or is that too easy? That's your decision. Yeah. But I, with I a do- body, Don is bad. Oh, um, I think they're good wrestlers, but a bad gimmick. Is Cloudy, if they're, are they good enough to get Cloudy as the bad manager? Yeah, yeah okay. definitely. Definitely that's a bad manager because Cloudy was the worst thing ever. All right, then let's go with that. All right. Um, controversial. Controversy? Macho Man Randy Savage, Miss Elizabeth. Who's the bad manager? Miss Elizabeth. I can't agree, I can't agree with that. Yeah, I know, that's why I said this is controversial. But what I, did she really bring to the table other than being an, uh, an attractive woman? Nothing. I you didn't see the lust in her in his eyes like i just did yeah but that's not she's not doing anything that's just lust hogan being a fucking him his fucking shitty self that's that's terry belaya peeking through peeking through from behind the curtain going my turn brother that's he's looking for the hot tag that's it's him turning his personality up to 11 yeah yeah <laughs> you had lust in his eyes watch man Macho Man was right to deck Hogan and give him the black eye at WrestleMania 9. Yeah, yeah. correct. Yeah. Good on you, what up, Mach? Macho Man, good. Terry, bad. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's my oper- that's how I operate. Yeah. Are we done with that segment? I think so. Okay. Do we want, do we want to think of... Well, considering that I had to change it to, to fit my narrative after one. 
th- three-person draft. Worst managers, go. Worst managers. Oh, yeah. boy. Uh, There's a lot of them, so we should be able to knock this one out. Uh, I am going to say uh, Yamaguchi-san. Oof. Even if saying something so memorable? Yeah, but it was just... Who, who'd he elevate? Um, Val Venus is a dick, for one. And you know, once it elevates... Eh, he's not as fun, now that I know he's a goof. Um, I'm going to do that. We already said cloudy. That's not fun to say. I've got two other good ones, I think. There's a lot of good ones. Yeah. It's hard to pick the... We're going to go with uh, Jameson. That is a real good pick, yeah. Babyface managers tend to be dog shit. It's true. It uh, is true. There's no need for them. And here's a, here's a dog shit one for you. A little, little controversial. Michael P.S. Hayes and the Hardy Boys. That was pretty bad, yeah. yeah. The stories about it happening after... Did... So that was what, 97? 99. Oh, Jesus Christ, 99? Yeah. I guess I was 14. Fall 99. Because that's when the Edge and Christian uh, Hardy Boys ladder match... Uh, happened right after that, and that was to fight over Terry Runnels' services. Yeah, the, the, the Terry Invitational Tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know. I like how they use the Jeff Hardy uh, falling animation in No Mercy when you win the ladder match. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, because yeah. it's the best-looking thing. There's a, some uh, real good-looking bumps that they took. That match definitely holds up, so if you go back and watch that. Yeah, awesome. I have. Still, yeah. The first two. No, I'm talking about the No Mercy tag match. Oh, oh so the... Uh, For the tape. The, uh, the first so it's, TLC. It's a, it's, a, it's a wad of money that hangs. So the first TLC was not actually a TLC. It was just a ladder match. Okay. And that was at oh, WrestleMania 16. Yeah. Um, and then that SummerSlam was the, TL, the first TLC match, and then they did it again. At That's the one that had the swinging spear, which is the craziest fucking thing uh, ever. 17 had the swinging spear. Oh, it did? Yeah. Oh. Um, uh, the... The uh, SummerSlam one had Jeff Hardy go- climbing to the super high ladder and doing the swanton to the outside to Bubba on the tables. That was the big spot. It also had Matt Hardy and Bubba Ray Dudley on, on a ladder in the ring getting pushed off and going through two tables on the outside, which I think they redid that spot at 17. Would you say that they killed the business that night? No, they made, they made wrestling so much better. <laughs> they made ladder matches amazing. Like they took ladder matches to the next level for sure. Like, yeah, it's all spot, 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 spot. And I think what happened after that kind of took away from ladder matches because then it just became like multi-man fiascos and like it ruined money in the bank, which didn't exist at that point. I think, I think a one-on-one or a two-on-two ladder match today is as good as it was back then. But I think like when you have like, I think they, I think the ladder matches got brought back to reality at some point, like in the, Early two thousands, mid two thousands. Yeah, you had like RVD and Eddie Guerrero had a yeah, great one. Like good ladder match, where it isn't just like a bunch of spots. Like there's like a little bit of psychology. That's involved what I mean. That's it. why I think like the one on one ladder matches can still really be good. Like the Cody uh, Sammy Guevara ladder match. Yeah, from uh, Cody's last match in AEW was phenomenal. Was that the one with the fire spot? Uh, the fire. No, that was against Andrade. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he had a ladder match for the T the TNT titles against Sammy and put him over. Wow. What's Sammy doing now? The daddy. He got put over by the biggest star into WWE. <laughs> um, he'll be back soon, I think. With Vince? No, I think he'll, he's going to stay with AEW. Yeah, I don't think they want him in WWE. He's a little boy. I don't think they care about that as much anymore. I think uh, Nick Khan definitely cared about having the big boys. Jey Uso got Yeet back. Good for him. Good thing he has a gimmick. I like how they tried to take it away. Oh, one thing that pissed me off about WWE was that they took away uh, the ring announcers a bit like her fucking hilarious chelsea green intro. i don't know what the thing i saw that too but i don't know what the thing is so basically like she'd like your winners piper niven and chelsea green she likes this really obnoxious one that like fit chelsea green perfectly but someone in wwe just said like i don't like that that's i don't want to have fun yeah take the personality away from him it's supposed to be sports based i guess it like for me i was just like 
that's how you introduce Chelsea Green is make it as obnoxious as possible. Like that's her character. That's 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 her. Uh, and Harvey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're like when you just and Harvey. It's Doctor Harvey Whippleman. <laughs> he's a, he's Sid's manager. Is that a good? Is that good wrestler bad manager? No, they deserve each other. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the guy that's that's, Nick, that's a that's a good pairing because he's a, a tiny little guy and Sid's a big boy. Who's the guy that's Nick Gage's manager? Dewey, fucking decimal system or whatever. I don't remember. He's got some goofy manager. Dewey Kizox. Dewey Dewey, Dewey Kizox Brizother. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks like Deathmatch Jameson. <laughs> Deathmatch Jameson. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Give give Chelsea Green her good intro. She's still the tag team champion. I haven't been watching. Do so they care I'm about assuming. them? Um, I haven't been watching either. What's to, we we could talk about that at the Rumble, I guess. Oh yeah, the Rumbles in a few weeks. What day is the Rumble? Am I on tour for that? It's a Saturday. Uh, the Royal. I would actually watch that on tour, probably. Uh, Saturday, January 27th. I will not be watching that on tour. I'll be playing a show in Miami, Florida. Miami. Yes. We were playing the the pre-show to 70,000 Tons of Metal. I, heard, I know. You're opening for uh, a, an Iron Maiden uh, tribute. Act. You would think that this would be the first time that I've opened for an Iron Maiden tribute act, but it's not. But like they're like, oh, I'm not, I'm not saying that to diminish you. I, I, I realize that how that probably sounded. Uh, they're like a well-known, like tribute act. They're not like a, like a. Is that, shit is that Beast over Boston? I wouldn't call them a bad one either. It's I thought the, that's, I thought they were good. Um, that's what I mean. I, I'm not telling. I, I forget who. Have I played with? Would this be my third Iron Maiden tribute band I've played with? There's another one. I either saw or. Played with at O'Brien's too, I think. Yeah, but I'm, I'm saying like this isn't a band that would be playing O'Brien's. Like they're like a decent like cover tribute act. I mean, I'll be having I'll be having a fucking blast. Yeah, we do a little thing called drinking liquor. Bo Bandy, <laughs> Mister Leahy, Mister Leahy, frig off. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, do you want to transition to sport? Sure. What sport we got? Uh, are we go? Oh, oh, what's up? Fucking football American football. Welcome to football Americano. We got some more teams that have been, uh, eliminated from contention. Those teams are the chargers, the giants, and anyone else? I think we we had the Jets last time, and the uh, Jets and Titans last time. So yeah, um, bring it up to Jets, New England, Tennessee, Chargers, Giants, Commanders, Panthers, and Cardinals are all eliminated. You know what's fucked up right now? Tank division and the NFC South has two teams that are contending for both. Uh, oh, actually, three teams technically that are contending for the division and the Wildcats. They, they've they they t- <coughs> they take turns winning against each other so much, in fact, that they are going to possibly get a second team in the playoffs. They are equidistant to the division and the last wildcard spot. Yeah. So right now, the Rams, uh, yeah, the Rams and the Seahawks are at eight and seven. They have the six and seven slots. Uh, the other slot goes to whoever. Uh, doesn't win the NFC East division, whether it's Philly or Dallas. Um, Detroit has clinched their division for the first time in 30 years, so that's very good. Congratulations to them. You, uh, they've won their Super Bowl. Like I want them to 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 make waves. I think San Fran's gonna have their number. Um, when it comes down to it, I I think there's three teams that'll contend for the title, and that's San Fran, Philly, and Dallas. I don't think anyone else really has a shot. Sorry, Detroit. Yeah, I kind of. I'm not even I sure. I put, I'm not even sure I'm putting Philly in there anymore. Uh, they, well, they're heading the division right now. Um, 
And then in the AFC, you have Baltimore, uh, who's clinched their division, Miami in this two slot, uh, Kansas City and in the three slot, and then Jacksonville in the four slot at eight and seven. But Indy is and also Houston at eight and seven. Are all are both eight and seven? So there's a three way tie that Jacksonville currently holds the, the tiebreaker for. Um, fourteen teams have an eight and seven or seven and eight record. Fourteen. That's teams. exactly what you want going into the last week of the season if you're the NFL. It's the last thing you want in terms of delivering a good product. That means that more than half your teams are just middle of the road dog shit. Yeah, but they're all contending. It's just uh, they got some they got some juggernaut teams. They're, they're not contending. They're on the bubble. Yeah, but uh, some but every game matters for your team still, except yeah. unless you're like you Patriots. Yeah, so I mean, there's eight who are going to win five games, like I said. <laughs> there are eight teams who aren't contending; they are winning five games. Uh, eight eight teams that are completely not contending, and then fourteen teams that are just kind of middle of the road, and then you have Baltimore, Miami, and Kansas City in the AFC that are are actual contenders. I guess Buffalo too. So maybe four, but like, I don't see like Cleveland's like giving it their best, but I don't see them as championship, a championship team this year. They have a good defense, but I don't, I don't know. Like, so I wouldn't be shocked if they go on a run. They're doing one of those, the, uh, them in Buffalo are doing the, I just don't see them beating the better team, the teams that are better than them. I don't see them beating Miami, Baltimore. I, I see. I guess they could beat Kansas city. I see them beating Miami. I don't Baltimore. Baltimore is kind of flopping their big old dick on the table lately. Yeah, I, I just like I, like I said, I just don't see it happening for them this year. They're they're doing really well, but I just don't see it. As, yeah, you, in, in you just cards. don't you don't see the fucking the, the miracle Flacco run. Like that's, like like they, that's, I think like, that's a good story. They're in the Savio Vega slot. See, Savio Vega, I guess. I guess that's a good comparison. It it feels wrong though. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't see anyone. It's Miami, Baltimore, Kansas City, Philly, Dallas, or San Francisco. I think those are your six teams that are true contenders, and everyone else is cosplaying as as a contender. Yeah, anything can happen in the playoffs, though. Especially with only one buy. Anything too. can happen when two people share a cell, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> go um you got cleveland and atlanta correct i got miami and green bay correct so we pushed again we pushed again 10 two weeks in a row 10 10 so i i have maintained my 62.5 winning percentage (laughs) it's funny because that was my average my winning percentage for the week last week and overall and it is my winning percentage this week and overall. So two weeks in a row. You are at 62.5, and you are at 59.17 for your percentage. And we're, it's 150 to 145. You're, you're down five. I have not picked my games, the, the winners this week, because I just went through <laughs> the, the, uh, the winners before yeah. we started recording. Um, so, yeah, let's get into it. I don't know why I did that. Uh, again, these games are probably out of order a little bit because I did it weeks ago. Uh, I'm starting off with the Jets at Cleveland. And I think this one's kind of a give me. I'm picking Cleveland here. Hey, Cleveland, yeah. They're seven-point favorites. Revenge game for Flacco. The Jets blow. They blow, but they're also like almost middle of the road. They're a game away from middle of the road. Sort of. I mean, they're six and nine. Right. So if they won one more game than they lost, they'd be seven and eight right now. Okay. Yeah. So they'd be in the middle of the road. They'd still be in contention. They're going to be drafted after the Patriots. Yeah. Like a slaughter two. <laughs> Not much for the back. Why do you do this to me on my birthday? Uh, next up, what I have is a damn good game on paper. Uh, the Detroit Lions looking to play spoiler on the uh, divisional hopes of the Dallas Cowboys. Saturday night game. Saturday night game, possible playoff game. Um, yeah, the 
Cowboys are favored by six. They're at home. They're at um, home where they have not lost yet. I don't know if that's true or not, but I was going to say I'm edging on the the Dallas Cowboys winning this one out by, by a hair. I'm taking the Lions in this one. Either they either show up and they like they play this game super hard because it's prime time and they're the Lions, and the Cowboys piss all over themselves because they're the fucking Cowboys. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm banking on. I just think the Dallas ha- still has too much to play for. They're play- they want a home game. Um because they're more successful there. So at home against a real good team, it's going to be a, a no-biter, but I think Dallas edges it out and barely beats them. Another game with uh, the bye possibly on the line right here is Miami at Baltimore. This is a tough game to cut to pick. <laughs> Baltimore uh, dropping the fucking hammer on the 49ers. Yeah. yeah. Big win. Yeah. Um, Big Harbaugh on Harbaugh win if this was 20 years ago or 10 years <laughs> 10 ago. 10 years ago. Um, honestly, it's tough. I'm going to go Baltimore. I say, I don't see how the Dolphins win this game. Baltimore's favored by five. I would take that. I would take those points if I was betting on this game. I, I just, th- yeah, I just think Baltimore is just really good. It, it might just be their year. It might be Miami's year though. Who knows? But <laughs> next up, I've already filled in our answer, even though we got a, uh, a halfway decent product on Christmas Eve, New England at Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo is good right now. I. They had a they had a, a few struggles, but they got back on track. And they're 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 uh, they're gaining momentum going into the playoffs. Yeah, I think they're a game up on the all the teams that are contending for the the last spot. Yeah, like, so I, I think you, I, 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 it's Cleveland something like ninety nine percent chance to make the playoffs. Like they have to lose two games and and they need more help uh, on the way. Bills win this game on Sunday, and then they are pretty much in. They're ten and six. Oh no, they they'll they'll clinch a spot with a win. Okay. Oh, they will. Yeah. Okay. Because they'll be a game ahead of everyone else. So there's no way they. Can and they're definitely going to beat the Patriots because the Patriots suck. I was going to say like they were actually like, pretty decent. Like Denver is a team that was supposed to be contending for their, a wild card spot, and the Patriots came into their house and like I was thinking like you're going to see guys not even going all the way, not even touching the ground for a three point stance. Like I was thinking the Patriots were going to phone this in. And they actually like showed up and won. Yeah, they uh, they made third that third quarter. It was funny. People were like leaving uh, when they scored their third touchdown on the fumble, and I was like, "Oh, the Patriots scored again." And like, "Yeah, we know. We just watched it." I'm like, "No, they scored again." <laughs> I'm like, "It's twenty three to seven. Right Twice now. in five <laughs> seconds or something like that." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "I was like, no, no, no. They scored again. Like, it's it's a blow." It and then they coughed it all up because <laughs> they're just the Patriots. Um. Yeah, Buffalo's winning. I think I do think they beat the Jets though in the last week. Nice little probably nice little fu on the way out. Um, Atlanta at Chicago. Chicago's favored by three. So both teams still in contention. Chicago is in the last spot possible, so they have to win out, and everyone in front of them has to lose out for them to get that last wild card spot. I'm taking the Bears in this situation because I think, I think the Bears the, are probably a better team. I think the Falcons fucking suck. Yeah. Um, didn't they sub in Heineke again? Atlanta? The Falcons? Yeah. Ah, dude, I don't know what they're doing. Um, I fixed my tongue. It's bothering me. I didn't notice it. You drink something hot? Yeah. <laughs> I scalded my tongue, my shoe tongue. Um. I think I'm going Chicago too. Uh, Justin Fields is making a, uh, a I, case for himself. Yeah, like people are saying, like keep Fields and draft Marvin Harrison. And I'm they just kind of like, if your receivers are Marvin Harrison and fucking DJ Moore, that's not. I was, was going to say, like you might have something with that because like they're not like terrible, terrible. They're just like they had no direction. I mean, at the they're the they're going to win eight games. When do you? If they didn't suck so fucking bad at the beginning, they'd be a playoff team. Um, next up is Tennessee at Houston. Uh, Tennessee's already gone. Houston playing for a wild card spot, but they've also been kind of shitty lately. Yeah. I mean, not having Stroud for the whole games. I mean, they split it with him and Keenum. Uh, yeah. Or was it Mills? No, I think it was Case Keenum. They, like, they split time. So that means he's going to come back. I think the Texans win this one pretty easy. Um, it'd be 
fuck if they didn't. Um, Tennessee wins this game. What, what, what the fuck is going on there? Yeah, I mean. I, I think Houston has to win just because, A, it's home, and, B, they're, they're still in the bubble. Yeah, they're going. I mean, they're also a year ahead of where they're supposed to be. Ooh, another uh, on-the-bubble uh, game. Las Vegas keeping their playoff hopes alive. They really <laughs> um, beating the Chiefs last uh, over the weekend. Now they're heading to Indianapolis. Um, if I mean flip a coin, these are both like the epitome of like suck bag middle of the road NFL purgatory teams. So the Colts are favored by three. I'm gonna take the Raiders. I was kind of leaning that way too already. Uh, it just seems like the defense has been playing well and like the Colts aren't good enough. Like Minshew will get fucked up by a decent defense. I mean, as long as Jack Jones doesn't like try to bring a fucking machine gun on an airplane in the next five days, Vegas beat Indy. I mean, Vegas beat Kansas city and Indy lost to Atlanta. I'm going. Back. Two, eight and eight teams after that one. Yeah. Um, Carolina and Jacksonville. This has to be a get right game for Jacksonville. It has to be. Like this is the biggest layup ever. They meaning they're gonna lose. They were eight and three at one point. Yeah, they keep on losing because uh they're playing a court their quarterback is just fucked right now. Yeah. Um but playing through it, so good on him. Uh I I have to take Jacksonville here. You have to, yeah. Only favored by a touchdown though. I mean, I guess what's happening you kind of have sucked for a couple for a month. Um, does Houston have the tiebreaker against Jacksonville? That's a good question. They might not know for who has it yet. Cause like, I know with the, th- with the three-way tie, Jacksonville has it, but I don't know if it's more a head to head with Houston. Um, that's what I'm thinking happens. Uh, Rams at giants. Uh, I'm going to take the Rams all day in this. Take one. the Rams all day. Rams are another team that I wouldn't sleep on in the playoffs winning a round or two. Uh, if depends on who they play. If they wind up against Tampa Bay, yeah. If they yeah. wind up against like Philly or Dallas or San Francisco, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked if the Rams beat Dallas. San, would, San Francisco would probably be the end of the line. I think. Um, I would probably say like Philly or Dallas is a much better chance than San Francisco. San Francisco is going to obliterate them if they show up. San Francisco is the best team in the league to me still, even though they lose some games. I mean, like we said last week, their quarterback has over 4,000 yards and they have four guys on their team with over 1,000 yards. Like, that's fucking great. Like, that's a Super Bowl championship caliber yeah. offense. So, yeah. I think the only team that even sniffs them when it comes to offensive output is Miami. Yeah, Miami's pretty good, too. And when, when Hill's there and going hard. That's what I mean. Like, when, they, when they're at full throttle. Yeah. Um, Baltimore is just a, a, a well-balanced team. That's why I think they're it's probably their year. The next game, way up, Arizona at Philly. So, yeah, Philly. <laughs> Philly favored by 10 and a half. So it would be funny if uh, Arizona. I was going to say, like, Arizona could cover that. It's not like they can't put in points. It's just that they stink. Do you see the shirt that CM Punk has at uh, MSG tonight? Is it a Brett shirt? Best in the world comes home to New York City. Ugh. <laughs> He's a, oh my God, he's a Chicago guy. Come on. Come on. That's, that's, that sucks. That's a, that's a, I would feel shitty wearing that shirt. God, it's, it almost feels like they're trolling you a little bit with it, doesn't it? Like, that's not his home. It was never even close to his home. That's the first city. <laughs> that's his, that's his, that's his business. This is his territory. Yeah, that's that's where his his office is. His office is in New York. He has a chateau in in France, and then he has his vacation home in in Chicago. That was a close to being a birdcage joke, but it was too it was too out there for it. The place we're playing in Miami is right next to the birdcage where they filmed a lot of it. It is afraid of my Guatemalanas. My, <laughs> I haven't uh, watched Burger in a long time. Oh, watch it! It's fucking. I love hilarious. that movie. What a like. Gene Hackman definitely wants to fuck Nathan Lane. Like <laughs> he's walking. He's walking. IRL like, or in that movie. Yeah. Like 
Like it, he wants to fuck Nathan Lane. Like he's got, he's, they're walking in to go get dinner. And she's like, you know, I played Barbara in the production of this. She's like, I bet you did. <laughs> like Gene Hackman kind of like stealthily like steals the show. Maybe I watched that tonight. Like there's a point where he's uh, on this conservative talk show and like he's watching it with his wife, Diane Weiss. And he's sitting there and she goes, like they're all arguing and yelling over each other about gay people. And uh, Diane Weiss goes, it's a lovely program. And he's like. <laughs> smartest show on television <laughs> it's just them yelling yeah maybe i will watch the birdcage when i get back it, to it's that. fucking hilarious like uh like everyone in it's so good like hank azari is awesome yeah it's something, been a while there's something about the, the dad and the butler can't put my finger on it it's nothing <laughs> Uh, when when uh, hank azari comes out and sees nathan lane like dressed up as the mom He's like, oh, <laughs> he just starts laughing at him. It's like, uh, Robin Williams has to like, get him out of there. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing at Miss Albert. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. I, re- I recently watched it. And I, I was dying laughing at it. Uh, New Orleans at Tampa Bay. This is for the division. The winner of this game wins the division? I think because they all have the tiebreaker. Yeah, but then what if one of the teams wins and the other one loses the next week? That's true. Yeah, but, but like they'll they'll have the same record, I believe. Well, actually, no, they'll uh, it'll flip back. Uh, Tampa Bay is a game up on New Correct. Orleans right now. Yeah, um, I just kind of feel like Tampa Bay is the better team. I'm taking New Orleans because that stupid division shit like this is going to happen. Yeah, no, it, this is tag division, and and like I said, they're both in the hunt for a, a wild card spot and like nine uh eight and nine is gonna win this division so it can't be eight and nine if the nine, and eight, win. nine and eight could win it but eight and nine well nine it. and eight will Ta- win. tampa bay is the only team that can win without a winning record no oh no they all can that's that's right no yeah because the new orleans wins that'll be eight and eight um but I, I just see Tampa Bay winning this. Yeah, I'll take the Saints. Get continue this. It's a it's a home game, and I don't know for whatever reason. I just feel like Tampa Bay wants it more because it's the only one that seems like they're the one that seems like they have any players on their team. <laughs> Maybe that's it, like the veteran presence. Um, but when I watch them, like I, I, they just feel like they're they're like I, I think this might be like Baker Mayfield's second best year. Fair enough. Like I think he's been pretty damn decent. Like if if the if the Patriots wound up with Marvin Harrison and signed Baker Mayfield as their quarterback, I'd be like looking forward to next year. How long does Tampa Bay have with Baker Mayfield? I think it's just a one year contract. Well, then he made himself a little bit of money this year. Then I think uh, wherever he goes, he's going to get a, a decent. Show. Like he's not going to be paid top of the. Uh, no, no, he'll get a Geno like, Smith contract, like twenty twenty million a year, something yeah. like that. Um, easy. Um. San Fran. <laughs> yep. Yeah, a lot of layups this week. We don't have to. Uh, we don't have to talk about that one. The Commanders. Yeah, well, you don't think something funny is going to happen in a divisional game? Hmm? You don't think something fucky is going to happen in a divisional game? That's not a divisional game. Oh, never mind. I don't know Washington. I don't know why I was thinking that was Philadelphia. It's a conference game. Yeah, it's a conference game. <laughs> um. Uh, we have Pittsburgh and Seattle. Pittsburgh, uh, Seattle. Yeah, but like Mason Rudolph, like actually like played well. Yeah, but he sucks. He sucks, and the Seahawks are pretty decent. Um, the Seahawks are good enough where they beat this shitty ass Pittsburgh team. They're favored by three and a half. I don't think it's that close. Are you taking the Seahawks? Oh, but yeah, for sure. I'm taking the Seahawks only because of their home. Big home field. It's a it's a it's a home field advantage worth mentioning. That's like for sure. They, they they're like the most home field advantage team in the league. Um, if this were in Pittsburgh, I'd probably say take Pittsburgh. To be honest with you, um, Chargers at Denver. Um, the Denver Broncos are favored by five and a half. Is uh, Easton Stick 
still a quarterback for the Chargers, or is it yeah. fucking Rawlings Glove this no, week? I think it's Stick. Yeah, Broncos by a million. Like, I want to take the Chargers just because, like, they competed with uh, with Buffalo. Like, and, and it came down to a last-minute field goal for Buffalo to, to win that game. Um, but they couldn't do anything at the end of the game. Like, they, they fucked them. So they, they looked like an un... Yeah, I think that if someone's trying to stop them, they can stop them. Exactly. They, they didn't look disciplined at the end. Uh, Denver. Yeah, Denver, Denver, but I don't think it's by a million. Two million? I would say like five. I'm saying handily. I would say more than a field goal, less than a touchdown. I'm saying it's one of those, it's, it's, at the worst, it's one of those games that's not close, but the score doesn't imply that. And I'm not talking about garbage time points either. I'm saying this is a game. No, I'm saying like... It, 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 this, is a, this is a 24-19, 24-21 type of situation. I disagree. Oh, Reginald, I disagree. Uh, Cincinnati at Kansas City. Oh, Jesus, we didn't do that one. You're right. Well, um, I'm going to take Kansas City, even though they've been shitty lately. I'm going to take the Bengals because the Chiefs don't really, the Chiefs will still win that division. They're not right. And I think the Bengals come back, have a comeback spot after sucking a horse cock. I'm not, I wouldn't be shocked if the Bengals sneak their little butts into the playoffs. Yeah, they're right there. Um, they're the core. I mean, he maybe he fucking he's back down to earth, but it seems like what's his name, the quarterback. Oh, I always forget his fucking name. I don't know why. Okay, I keep wanting to call him McPherson, but that's the kicker. I don't know, but Browning. Brown, yeah. Um, either way, I'm I'm taking Kansas City. Um, I'm not conf- super confident because Kansas City stinks right now, but. I think they they don't, don't win. Yeah, I mean it's logical. I mean, Kansas City's most likely playing their first playoff game on the road this year. They're going to win a division, so they'll play at home. That's what I mean. Like they'll win that game, and then they'll be on the road after that. So their second playoff game. No, they've. I don't think they've ever played uh, with Mahomes. I don't think they've played an away game in the playoffs except for the Super Bowl. Really? Yeah, they've always been the the one or two seed, and they've always hosted. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I think this is the first year they play an away game for, for a playoff game. Well, maybe win more games during the season. Yeah, exactly. Um, lastly, we have Green Bay at Minnesota. Green Bay still fighting for their playoff spot. Minnesota. Also still fighting still, for their playoff still spot. Still fighting for a playoff spot. But I, I, if, if I'm going to pick one of these two teams, I'm picking Green Bay. I'm going to take the Vikings. What's the line in this one? I know I was looking uh, at I'm, it. My, Vikings are home, so I'm assuming it's probably like two or less. Vikings are Vikings. favored by two. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'll take Green Bay. Yeah. I mean, it could be it could be a 4-2 game. I, I, I That and I've been taking a lot of home games, so I'm kind of trying to mix it up. I think Green Bay is a better team. Yeah. I if, think I think once Love, like Love's, get, Love's done for the season, pretty much. He showed he's good enough to play next year, and now they're kind of finishing out the string, you know? Yeah, but they're still right there too with Minnesota. I, 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 if I'm, if I'm picking one of those two teams to make the playoffs, I'm picking Green Bay. Even though they're, they'll wind up getting a fucking game like Detroit and they'll just get obliterated. That's fair. I mean, honestly, if you picked Minnesota, I probably would have picked Detroit, uh, Green Bay too. So, yeah, don't blame me for picking against me on that one. But we're still it's a five game swing. Anything yeah, we got happen. a bunch of ones that we disagreed on this week. Um, for the most part, I didn't just do it opposite on purpose. No, you took the Detroit as a completely legitimate pick. Uh, New Orleans. I don't know about New Orleans. New Orleans is the one that I would probably bet. If, if, if I'm ranking your picks this week, I'm going to say Detroit's by far number one. Cincinnati's number two. Minnesota's number three. And then New Orleans is a, a distant fourth. So you gave me the two biggest point spread margins as one and two, and then two favorites as three and four. Those are the only so we only had four disagreements. Yep. Wow. Because uh, some of these are like you get like fucking San Fran and the Commanders. You got uh, Philly and Arizona. Um, like some of these teams, like New England and Buffalo. 
some of these games are just fucking laughable. Cleveland and the, and the Jets. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't take Pittsburgh against Seattle. I hate Pittsburgh. I'm just I'm just surprised with oh, Mason I, Rudolph. Yeah. You, didn't, you, you're, you didn't do a 180. No, he's no good. Yeah, so that, that kind of took me off. I was expecting a, a been like, oh, Pittsburgh. No, I think that Seattle wins games they should win, and that's why they're in the position they're in. They don't really shock you, but they win games that they should win. All right, fair enough. Is, uh... Hold on. Sorry, let me, let me get back to what... The Pistons are going for their 27th straight loss tonight. Good luck, boys. They've tied the record for longest streak in season. Yeah, they're bad. They haven't won. They have. They won since the first week of the season. Like they were like three and one or something like that. They're two and one. Two and one. And then they've lost twenty six in a row. Yeah. So they are now two and twenty eight. Two and twenty seven. Excuse me. And they have three shots to win before the end of December, or they've gone two months without winning. In the middle of the season, no less. Right. They got, they got the Nets, the Celtics, and the Raptors. <laughs> Imagine if they fucking beat the Celtics. That's how it would go. Well, the Celtics would be for the record, or to tie the record. I think they beat the Nets tonight. Yeah. Let's see what... Uh... Let's see, uh... hypothetically, because obviously this game's be over by the time a listener hears this. I mean, I'm not posting this till tomorrow. Yeah, so it'll be already over. So the Nets are favored by seven points. What's the money line? Is what I'm. Is what I'm after. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Okay, plus two hundred four. So that mean you know what that means? Plus two hundred four. Yeah. Two to one. So. Two to one, I'm saying that if you put $50 in the Nets tonight, you get 100 bucks back. 150 bucks back. For the Nets to win? For the Pistons to win. Oh, I thought you said for the Nets to win. I might have said for the Nets to win, but I meant for the Pistons. I was like, that's not how it works. Pistons win tonight. So you can make fun of me by the time you get, you can get some results already. <laughs> uh, did you watch any of the Christmas game? No. Uh. No, I was at my parents' house, and they were all gambling on sports. I'm just like, this isn't good for me, so I left. The uh, Celtics-Lakers uh, game was real good. Uh, one of my coworkers went to the game. Oh, no shit. And he was there today. I was just like, wow, that's crazy. Um, but uh, it was awesome. There was a really awesome alley-oop that was like the play of the game for me. Like, uh, I think Derek White stuffed him, and then... Uh, yeah, I think Derek White stuffed him, and then Przingis got the ball, passed it to Derek White, who then alley-ooped it to Tatum. And you I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ, that was beautiful. Did you see the last play of the game? Or the second to last play of the no, game? No, I, I stopped watching. Uh, Derek White passed the ball to Tatum to run the rest of the shot clock out because a defender came and like half-assed defended him. And then Tatum just let it roll by him, so Derek White got a turnover to be funny. <laughs> it's it's pretty funny when you see it i'll have to look it up he's like tatum's got this shit-eating grin on his face uh yeah eating shit's no good no don't eat shit listener um that's my pearls of wisdom would you like to leave listener with any pearls of wisdom um Pearl River Plunge, Pearl River Powerhouse. Pearl House. What's the name of his? I think it's Pearl River Powerhouse. Pearl River Rip is the name of his song. Pearl River Rip. What's the song from? I think you should leave. Little Buff Boys. Leave him with Little Buff Boys. <laughs> um. Buff little bodies. <laughs> <laughs> have we left him with American uh, all American boys in a while? All American boys. Yeah. From 
Hey! Oh.